This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You're here with Love Our Proud. With Z and G on Joy 94.9. During the song, Blake Freeman. Comedian Blake Freeman just decided to roll in. How are we this evening, Blake? I'm good. How are you, mate? Great. Great. How's your night been? Uh, yeah, pretty good. I was, yeah? I've just been, you know, kicking around like a good boy. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we saw you walking around down there and we thought, uh, you know, why not? Why not for the 60th episode of Laugh Out Proud? Have, Get him up here. Have one of the greats, Blake Freeman. One of the greats. Yeah. I'm up there with Chris Rock, <laughs> Sarah definitely, Silverman. Definitely one of the best on the Melbourne comedy scene, I'll tell you that. Oh, thank you. That's very lovely. Uh, so, so, are you a Melbourne-born comic? Uh, yeah, I guess. Like, oh, I was born in, like, Wangaratta. Wangaratta? Like, in the country. Oh, wow. And we lived there till I was, like, seven. And then my mum and dad split up, and my mum was like, let's go to Melbourne. And I was like... <laughs> Why not? Well, I don't know what I said. I was seven. So, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then we moved up here, and then, uh, yeah, I've been living here ever since. Wow, okay. So you got so you started comedy in Melbourne then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, um, I did my first gig at this spot in Richmond... I think when I was 16. Oh, wow. 16? Yeah, I had to lie to my mom and tell her that I was hanging out at a friend's. Because <laughs> I was like, I didn't want her to know I did comedy, and also oh, wow, I didn't okay. want her to know I was out past 9 o'clock. <laughs> so was it, a, uh, was it a solely comedy open mic, or was it... Yeah, a- yeah, yeah, solely comedy. It, it, it was like... It was like a regular sort of lineup night, but it was like way more because it was like the first anniversary of that room, I think. Oh, really? So okay. it was like it was like packed, <clears throat> which made it so much more intimidating. Yeah, yeah like this sixteen-year-old sure. kid, the bars packed out, everyone's crushing because everyone there knows each other. Oh, right. Stoked, yeah. but it's ah, like okay. the first like yeah. year of that room. Yeah, and then I get up and I'm like, hello, everyone, <laughs> with my like high-pitched voice and no shoulders yet. <laughs> and uh, I went well, which was super yeah? surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you go in developing those initial jokes? Did you test them out on people beforehand? Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, because I, I did it with um, me and my friend Brendan. We both decided uh, that we wanted to do comedy. Right. So we both like wrote out our set, and then um, before the gig, we sat out front of this building for like an hour, yeah, um, yeah. just like going over our jokes, yeah. and then we would go off separately and we would do our set and time it because we that was in the time where I was like, it needs to be exactly five minutes, yeah, and if yeah. it's longer, someone will yell at us. Yeah, like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, get the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we um, we did that, and uh, yeah, everything went well, which was uh, pretty lovely. Wow, big fan of it. Yeah. So, so how long ago was that though? How many? That was oh man, probably like five years ago. Wow, okay. But uh, <laughs> for some reason, I don't consider that when I like started because I did that gig when I was like sixteen, and then for the rest of the year, I did like two other gigs. I did that gig in July, right. and then for the rest of the year, I did two other gigs. Okay, right. and at so the I same spot? <clears throat> no, 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 different spot. Yeah, okay. Um, at this man, there used to be this gig in. Uh, like somewhere south side at like three in the afternoon just oh, like right this on. bar on a Sunday comedy during the day yeah on a Sunday yeah. too when everyone's <laughs> hung over with their mates and they just want to have like a palmer or something yeah. and then there's just this 16 year like little boy just trying to <laughs> just trying to live his dream yeah. and uh so those gigs were a nightmare and then um I uh, yeah I started properly I think at the at the uh, 2013 was right when I really okay. consider when I started ah, okay so what yeah. what um what were some of the rooms around back then oh man 
God damn, I feel old now talking about this. <laughs> no. Uh, it was like called uh, On Top Bar was the Sunday one. Okay. And there was a gig called 100% Nuts in like Brunswick. Right, right. And then there was like Station 59. Station 59, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Think, uh, that was where I first, I did my first gig. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Shout out and, to Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> and... Man, what other? Re- I'm not too sure. Nah. I I legit have the worst memory. <laughs> if it, if it didn't like, like doing the set is the only reason I remember that yeah, night. Yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, it was the most nervous I'd ever been. <laughs> like, had wow. I just been going out that night, I'd have no fucking memory. Yeah, <laughs> no. So um, so what what made you like get into comedy itself? Like, what was the initial seed? What was the idea? You know, were you watching comedians? Were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was um like 13 my brother and I somehow I think my uncle owned it we, we got a copy of uh, Richard Pryor's like yeah. oh, live right on. Yeah. it was just called like live performance or yeah. something yeah. and uh, we watched that and I, we were just like dying laughing and we watched it on like <laughs> yeah. do you remember portable DVD players just like in our room and uh, we were both dying laughing and I was like this is sick um, was that his first um, his first that was, that was the first ever uh, like stand up theatre in a theatre like recording really yeah yeah I didn't even it. know that yeah um, showed it at cinemas and, and everything yeah, like that yeah yeah gives it more significance yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome um, but yeah I remember watching that and then uh, being like oh comedy's so cool but I'll never do it <laughs> and uh, then a couple of years later I met my friend Brennan who's like was at the time and is still is like my best friend and we both like loved comedy right yeah. and uh, we would like always watch comedy stuff together and uh, then one day uh, he was just like hey man I think I'm gonna do stand up Oh, and I was like, oh, really? And then in my head, I was like, well, if he's going to do stand-up, I can do stand-up. <laughs> and like that, like a bit of a douchey moment yeah, on my yeah. part. I was like, I'm probably funnier than him. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> then uh, we did it. Yeah. Right. That was like, oh, oh no. I remember the first time I ever oh, heard stand-up comedy. Oh, I was um, live? Okay, or? Yeah, I'm warming up. Oh, he <laughs> was it. Yeah. I love it. I uh, mean, it's, it's it's 20 to 1. It, it's it's, yeah, that's right, yeah, that's it's right. the best time to warm up. I've got a Red Bull, mate. I'm not going to bed <laughs> anytime soon. <laughs> no, it's, it's starting your Friday off right. Kicking in. You can tell. We can yeah. tell, Blake. Um, I was on a plane <clears throat> when I was like, um, I'd have been like nine. And uh, because my, my grandma had like won tickets for some cruise ship, yeah. so she took my me, my brother, and my sister, and my mom, and uh, on the plane to Sydney, um, there, I was like flicking through the channels, and yeah. I heard Ray Romano, uh, and, I was, yeah. and he was talking about like jeans or something, yeah, he was talking okay. about something silly, <laughs> and I was like, this is so funny, it's so weird, it's talking about pants, I like pants. <laughs> I can and, relate uh, to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone can relate to pants. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was the first time I ever heard comedy, and I was like... Whole, yeah, this is awesome. Wow, like, so, so Ray Romano is almost your comedy dad. Yeah. It introduced you to comedy. I mean, how could, <laughs> how could he not be? He's like everyone's comedy dad. <laughs> um, what, what, about, what about Jerry? What about Jerry Seinfeld? What about... I um, have not seen too much Jerry Seinfeld stand-up, to be perfectly oh, honest. Oh, really? I'm not going to lie. Oh, wow. seen, <clears throat> seen like Seinfeld, but uh, never watched too much of his stand-up. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't, okay. He's just a guy that I missed. Yeah. Like, I, I never mm. really watched it. What yeah. about uh, Chris then? Chris Rock? Chris Rock, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. I, I used to... I have on DVD the Chris Rock show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. one of my favorite interviews is the interviews with... Uh, uh, what's his name? George Carlin and Buster Rhymes. Oh, right. Yeah, what yeah, a yeah. different two people. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved both of their interviews. I love the... Um, the rawness of that show it always felt like yeah it always felt like the interviews were pretty candid as yeah, as, yeah. as candid as they can get on a late night talk show mm. but yeah that, like it always felt those beats were always uh always felt like real talk you know? yeah <laughs> and like also the sketches a lot of the sketches were like 
real intent. Mm. Like there mm. were some like pretty brutal sketches. I love. <laughs> like, my favorite one was I think it was probably one of the first episodes of the Chris Rock show was where he went around to all his ex girlfriends' uh, places of work stuff, yeah. on Valentine's Day. And was like, here, oh, thanks for breaking up with me. Here's, uh... Yeah! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Here's where I am today. Uh... Oh, that's so brutal. <laughs> that's know, right? such a... It's so funny, though. Can't wait to do that. Uh... <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. Are you breaking up with me? No. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm your replacement, mate. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, no! No! <laughs> but, um, so, okay, so you've been in the game five years. So, yeah. uh, what if, what, um, so you, you've done comedy. How long did it take you to get into your first sort of comedy festival show um i did a a split show with luca muller yep. he's like another melbourne guy um probably i've been doing it for a year and a bit and then okay. we did that comedy festival we just did like a split show and just kind of mucked around and it was a lot of fun um but looking back on it now i'm like oh god i can't believe i made people pay for that like, <laughs> yeah, okay. like that was such a ruckus like god damn Really, um, in in the in what way? Like the looking back like, at your material. Yeah, yeah. the material. I like, man, there are times where I look back at like old sets and I'm like, what is the punchline? Like, yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know what people are laughing at. I don't know if it's just maybe the I'm delivery. Like, yeah, I, I honestly yeah. think so. Like, I'm I'm filling out the beats of a joke, and yeah, people yeah. Are like, huh, all right, like, <laughs> oh, maybe that one flew over but it's my also, head. Yeah, it's also like stage presence and stuff like that. But, I mean, we've seen you a number of times, mm-hmm. and it's also you know, yeah, it's owning the stage and the stage presence is you know sometimes enough you know to to get that. I think so. I think I'm a better performer than I am writer, and I think my performing can carry me a fair bit. Yeah. Just because, like, there are times now where I'll write a bit, and I'm like, I'm gonna try this, but I know it's not that good. (laughs) But I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna try convince people that it's sick (laughs) just by being loud about it. So, if you, in in those instances, have you worked out uh, a punchline already, or are you going up there with a half baked, and you're gonna sort of work out that punchline? Definitely half baked. Usually, sorry for me, it's like I need to do the bit even with no work on it. And even if I'm like, I don't know what the punchline is, but just like that thing of saying it out loud then gets me in the rhythm of like putting a joke in somewhere. Because I'm like, okay, well, there's a part. Like I stopped here. So that means there should be a joke here. Yeah. Okay. Like why am I pausing unless there's not like a punchline or I'm not building tension in some way. Okay. Yep. Um, So yeah, saying it out loud definitely is like the main thing for me. But that, with that confidence from your first set, you said it was very structured. Yeah. It was very, all right, this is every beat for that five minutes. How long did it take to get that, I guess, confidence? Where it's just like, no, no, I can go on stage now. I've got that oh, like, ability to be there, that presence. Two yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I also think um, I felt like I had to, I had to in some way figure out how to get people's attention without the bits. Because in my head, when I was like 17, I'm like, if I was like 25 and I saw a 17-year-old get on stage... I'm not going to listen. Yeah, they're going to okay, talk about yeah, Microsoft yeah. PowerPoint or something. Yeah. And like their teacher. <laughs> That's I don't care about that. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I need to figure out how to be engaging before I even do a bit. Mm. And uh, and yeah, so I think that's where like developed like that. It was like fake confidence. Yeah, exactly. It was like yeah, the character comes yeah, 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 out. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty much like a persona. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that comes, yeah. to, you know, a lot of people don't switch onto the stage yeah, that first all, time yeah. Yeah. with yeah. that. Yeah. Or it changes if, if they come Oh, out. I think I've changed a fair bit, yeah. like, as a comic. And, like, I'm 21, so... Yeah, that evolution yeah. exists. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm hoping that I keep evolving yeah. and getting better. So do you feel like you've uh, really found your voice as a comedian? Like, you've found... Uh, For where you're at now, yeah. I guess, yeah. I don't know if I've found my voice, but I've found what I really enjoy doing, which is trying to talk 
very earnestly about something and making it funny. Mm. Like, I went through like a super brutal breakup at the start of the year. Yeah. And I was like, okay, how can I talk about this and make it earnest but also real funny in a five-minute set? Yeah. Like, not yeah. a show. Because like, you yeah. can do that throughout a show and people will grow to like you and stuff and like they'll they'll be more connected to you. Mm. But, but it's like five minutes. Five yeah, minutes. Yeah, how yeah. does someone connect to you? Yeah. So I <clears throat> tried to be earnest and I tried to avoid doing like, like going down the easy road okay. and like being like okay I could say something here or I could wait and just find something genuinely funny like at the end yeah, yeah and okay. that was like a yeah. thing I tried to do um, and I feel like I'm doing it pretty well yeah. it's still like a struggle because it's making me a young dumb kid have to be like introspective and I'm like I don't know how to handle this yeah. like I don't know how to do this but it makes for better material though. yeah and yeah. I think it's like it's interesting and I think it throws people off a little bit because at first they're like okay here's some young dummy he's gonna talk about oh bloody beer is crazy <laughs> and uh it's like hearing him try and talk genuinely Real about shit. something yeah, it's yeah, like it's funny yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like oh I'm pretty stoked on that and yeah, I hope yeah. people can connect with it regardless of how old they are <laughs> And Blake Freeman has still decided to join us during that song. We appreciate it, Blake Freeman. He was breaking it down. He was Just breaking quietly. it down. We were doing some serious dance moves that we had yeah. no idea about. They I looked know, original. They looked very original. What, what I, would you, I what didn't rip them off from anyone. No, I hope not. What would you call it, Blake? What would you call uh, that dance move? What would I call those dance moves? Yes. They were pretty insane. Uh, the Mad Dog. Oh, the Mad Dog. Represent. Mad Dog. Shout out to Mad Dog. I forgot all about Mad Dog. I was just saying a funny name. Yeah, wait, that that was probably the first time we actually met out the front of Mad Dog. Do you remember that yeah, time? Yeah, that would have been... Do you remember that time? That, yeah. Like last year or something like that. Last year, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, I was literally going to say, was that like two years ago? Yeah, no, I have, no, I have no <laughs> concept of time. That's funny. I really don't. Yeah, no, it, was, it got dramatic that one yeah, night we were there. it got very dramatic. Do you remember that night? Oh, was that the night? Yeah, the yeah, night? yeah, here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude had like a yes! seizure. The guy yeah. had a seizure. Man, my, my favorite part about that, this is probably my like... St. Albans side but like the most gangster part about that was um the guy had a seizure and then he was like sitting back on his bench and then he was like can yeah. someone roll me a dart and I was like god damn you just had a seizure and like, he's bleeding from the head we're yeah, waiting yeah. for the ambulance it's just like <laughs> just like smoking a dart like, I heard he's so made probably the most Australian thing you can do oh, like, yeah. after. Oh, I forgot all about that that room you, is that's so what you get at Mad Dog you know yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's the mixed Man, bag there was uh there was one time uh, there was a guy who used to go to that gig all the time. Right. Uh, his name was... Uh, oh, should I say his name? Uh, it it rhymes with... Arcel. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Parnell. No? You nailed it. There he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just doing drop-ins. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was a guy there who... Um, uh, one time when uh, I was going into the city real late when I was like 14 because I used to do Sin. Um, That's right. I, am I allowed to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we were going in uh, on the train at like 11.30 at night. Right. I was like Crazy. 13, 14. Far and uh, this uh, guy come up to us. Like, he was um, he was uh, not sober, I'll say <laughs> okay. that. Yeah. And uh, he was also eating sesame seed oh. crackers with a, like a can of tuna. He was like dipping and wow, scooping. okay. Yeah, he was a wild man. <laughs> and uh, he pulled us aside at one point and was like, um, all right, guys, I got... I got Three three bits of advice for you. <laughs> Gosh, okay. first thing, kick the bullies out, kick them out. Which good, good. kick them out of good. where? Like, <laughs> where are they? <laughs> Second thing was, uh, let's just say, uh, have sex as often as possible was uh -huh. what he said. Uh -huh. And then he leaned over to me. Uh -oh. This is real crazy. He leaned over to me and just said, like, "Hey, get a sixteen-year-old pregnant." I did. <laughs> 
perfect yeah. life advice yeah, yeah, for this yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's given it at eleven thirty <laughs> on a train. Was he an old wise man or? He was. Yeah, let's say that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then the last one, he just went. My third thing. This is most important. Top of the world, which again <laughs> makes <laughs> no sense. It doesn't mean anything. He, he's a flat world theorist. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's constantly on yeah. top of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> wow, what a crazy. But yeah, yeah. But he used to go to Mad Dog. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Sorry. To go Jeez. to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was that was that part of his set? These three oh, pieces of I advice. I love if he closed <laughs> with that. Like, yeah. Far out. He doesn't know it's comedy. He thinks it's inspirational talking, <laughs> spoken jazz. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But uh, what uh, what other spots around uh, Melbourne do you like to hit up? What what are your favourite rooms? Favourite rooms, <clears throat> I really love doing the uh, the open mic uh, at Voltaire. Okay, um, yeah, Voltaire yeah. in North Melbourne. It's really great. It's run by like a real cool crew, um, and it's a lot of fun and like super supportive for like new acts, which is awesome. Yeah, for and then sure. if you've been doing it for some time, you can come in and try some stuff out. Right, on. which is a lot of fun. Um, the more like the like higher up sort of shows that are really great and really fun to do is like Crab Lab in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah right. On. That's like awesome. I've done that a few times and always have like the best time. Right, right. Um, that and oh, what else, man? There's so many good rooms now. What about uh, Spleen? Spleen's great, man. Oh, I love. Last time I did Spleen, um, for some reason for Spleen, I, I still get, I always get super nervous. Don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it like a few times. Is it because uh, like it's one of the higher regarded rooms? In yeah, the I think that's comedy it. Scene? And yeah, like yeah. I've, I'm pretty well established, I think. Yeah, like, um, sure, definitely. But uh, there is still part of me that's like, oh, don't want to bomb at the good room because <laughs> I'll never get booked again. Carl yeah, won't, sure. yeah, yeah. won't book you. Yeah, anymore, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and I think it's also like because there's like like the backstage part which like in Melbourne not a whole lot of rooms have like a backstage oh, it's more of the back of the room yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a back of the room kind of vibe <laughs> yeah. which is like cool but like go, coming from backstage and then just being placed in front of like 80 people you're wow. like what is I'm in this? The business. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is so intimidating. Because you just backstage, like, on your phone, like, looking at your set list, and then you're in front of 80 people who are just like, we want to have fun. And you're like, oh, you're not my phone. I don't yeah. know how to do that. Like, <laughs> how do I get here? Yeah. yeah, it really is like a blackout moment. Like, oh, right. the lights just. Yeah. Imagine if you went out drinking, blacked out, and then you woke up and you're on stage at a comedy show, and you're like, oh, Jeez. God, I need yeah. to stop. Like, <laughs> that was, that was a, a, a vice uh, doco, was that, um, let's do acid and do stand-up oh I've seen that yeah but I'm pretty sure he wasn't a stand-up though I'm no sure I think he was, he was just, just like just a, he was a just guy. a good guy yeah so uh, I don't know how that would which go I've never done acid <laughs> but like I mean but you have but, done stand-up so yeah I'm halfway there <laughs> yeah <we're there>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um you've done one comedy festival with Luca you said yeah 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 have you done any other festival shows or experiences such as that yeah yeah I um I did a, a show last year with Murphy McLaughlin. We did another split oh, yeah. show. Yeah, I'm awesome. still um, I'm still on the fence about doing a solo show because I'm like I'm I'm 21. I have time to get better. Yeah, like yeah. I don't need to rush into doing a solo show. And also, it's the same thing of like I don't know who wants to listen to a 21 year old for an hour. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't know. Um, who would be into that? We would. Yeah, I'll I feel d- like you, you're too hard on yourself a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you two are gorgeous. Oh, oh I'm getting fuzzies. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I haven't really, 
I, I don't have any plans to do a solo show for probably like a, a couple of years or so yeah. until unless I have like a an idea that I'm super stoked on mm, or something. Okay, um, but, but I mean, I, coming, doing your own solo show would also come with you know fronting the costs, the full front. Yeah. Oh god damn! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have that in me. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a Rebel before, and I'm like, God, why? <laughs> Just get a V. You can't do this. <laughs> Premium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, so have you uh done stand up around the country? Uh, I wouldn't say around the country. I've I've been to Adelaide a few times. I love going to Adelaide during the Fringe. Yeah, like yeah. It's so much fun. Like it's such a pleasant environment. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, man. Like the, the the Fringe Club is super lovely. Everyone's super excited that they're in another city. What's the comedy scene like in Adelaide? Um, I'm not too sure. There's a lot of like a lot of Adelaide acts have moved over right. to Melbourne, and they're oh, all awesome. Right. Like okay. uh, people like Lewis Dowell, uh, Pat McCaffrey, um, Patrick Carl, Angus Hodge, like all okay. real funny yeah, people. Yeah. Um, Carla Wills who just moved over real great right yeah. um, all from Adelaide yeah yeah all Adelaide really? people and their crushes and it's wow. like oh man it's, uh, it seems like real lovely over there some gold yeah. out of Adelaide yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. must be all the churches <laughs> <laughs> and who'd in fact there's nothing else to do there yeah, yeah. <laughs> except just work on your bits yeah we've <laughs> got all the time in the world so how does how does our Adelaide audiences compared to uh, Melbourne audiences then um I uh I don't that's a thing that I I always struggle with with comparing audiences um, just because in my head whenever I'm doing a, a show the, the thought that goes through my head like if I'm in front of like a big crowd or if I'm, I'm at a gig like Spleen where I'm nervous yeah. my thought is like it's just jokes in front of people yeah. and I have the same thing when I go to like Adelaide I'm like okay. it's just jokes in front of people yeah. like so I don't know the, the one thing that I have noticed is um, with Adelaide more people come to shows because there are less whereas right. in Melbourne there's okay. like 50 yeah. shows yeah, a week it's million, yeah. so it's hard to spread that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so like the the gigs are more fun because it's like they're always usually packed. Whereas like there are times you can do a gig in Melbourne where there's like five people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And is it usually uh, like free gigs as well in in Adelaide or do they? I think um a lot of pay. Yeah. Like yeah 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 okay. most are like pay, but there are like yeah some free ones as well. Okay. Yeah. Um. So have you uh thought about doing any sort of I mean I guess I was gonna say or you're 21 so I mean a bit early yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. what about like writing for shows or like. I would uh, I would love to do that because like yeah before um, I my friend was like I'm going to do stand up our thing was like we wanted to write like we yeah. wanted yeah. to be writers but then when, once I did start writing I was like oh god I don't know if I'm the best writer I'm a real good performer don't get me wrong I'm amazing but <laughs> you are you are <laughs> <laughs> what a tool <laughs> um, but yeah I would love to like do something like that in the future like yeah. write for a show that would be amazing being mm. able to be like yeah I like my ideas are what that's beautiful what's your joke be played out by yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it sounds awesome all these different vessels yeah um, so w- in your in your writing style uh, are you more of a um, okay I'll, I'll write down one or two words in my in my phone and then sort of ext- extrapolate that onto on a notepad later on or mm. like how, how do you note take I usually I'll have the idea what I do is I'll, I'll have an idea and if the idea sticks with me for like three days then I'm like okay I'm going to yeah, write yeah. it down oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. if it's just something that I think in the moment and then uh, forget I'm like well that probably stunk anyway mm. because like mm-hmm. if my brain's like I hope that my brain's constantly like mining for material yeah. 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 so if it found that it was like eh, granite and just threw it away <laughs> I'm like well I don't need it have you ever <laughs> let any bits go because I'm sure we're, like we've got so many bits where it's like what were we talking about before yeah and and it's gone forever. Yeah. yeah, that's always so brutal. Like there are times where I'll be at work and I'll uh, I'll be like, oh, I think that's a, 
I think that's like a really good joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I think that I think I I think I cracked comedy. <laughs> and then I've uh, worked it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I I'll, I'll remember the basic idea of it, but yeah. I can't remember the wording of like the joke. Uh, and I'm like, oh god damn, <laughs> I was so close. The worst is just remembering the feeling of oh I had that, that idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like I know I had a great idea, yeah. but I don't remember anything. Or, where, or just where it <laughs> went. Where did it end yeah. up? And now we're here. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why we try and write everything down that we that we talk about. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I'm still taking notes as yeah, you speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you. I got hands. Stenographer. Right? Yeah. Like, you, yeah, you've recorded this whole conversation. What was the last thing we uh, said after it's Z and G uh, on Drone Four Point Nine? All right, I'll start, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll start from there. Yeah, I'll start from there. So, are you doing any shows during the Fringe right now? Are you? Uh, no, nah, nothing during no. Fringe. Um, I'm uh, doing like a little spot on a friend show. Okay. That's called uh, Like Memes But Live. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's pretty pretty cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm doing like a little spot on that, which uh, should be fun. But other than that, I've just been seeing shows. I went and saw the Traveling Sisters show. Okay. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like working on a new show. So funny. Really? So great. Yeah, Highly yeah. recommend. Fantastic. Yeah, right on. And uh, yeah, they're all good people and super funny, which is awesome. And uh, where can people get you on the uh, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the uh, Instagram? I don't. I don't. I I don't. Have Twitter, don't have Instagram. No, no. Uh, I live in the moment, bro. That's, That's it. it. That's it. <laughs> when you're rich, you just see it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what I, whenever I plug stuff, I just like tell people to add me on Facebook. So if you guys, legit, if anyone's listening and wants to add me on Facebook, right just on. type in Blake Freeman. My profile picture is me naked, but like, okay. don't let that discourage you. Blake has a you know what to look ass. for. Yeah, yeah, he has a fantastic ass. Oh. So it's it's uh it's, it's but you have to uh, find it for yourself. You have to, you have find, to find it for yourself. Oh yeah, it's pretty easy to find. The other Blake Freeman is a guy. Like hanging out a car with a hat on. Like, <laughs> if, if you see that, you've gone too far. Oh, so, how fantastic. many how many uh, friend requests then does does that does that equal if you just tell people to add you? Does that mean it must make you feel good when you open and you have like eight thousand friend requests? <laughs> like, you know, oh, like, it is pretty great when I get a few. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so wild. <laughs> and uh, a thing I was doing for a while would I, I would uh, a friend has a podcast and I would uh, give out my phone number. Right and so I did get texts from that people being like, I listened to you on uh, Be Right with Your Mates, guys. Oh, that's I'd, awesome. But I never had credit to reply. <laughs> oh, so, like, no. so they would send a text being like, this is cool. I'm messaging the guy, and then me just not responding. They're like, what a douche. Like, <laughs> he thinks he's too bloody hot. Hollywood for us. <laughs> Got a critic. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for coming in, Blake. Really That's all right. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having us on, man. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.